Welcome to a time of worship and prayer to connect with our Creator, heart, soul, and mind. In Matthew 22, the Sadducees ask Jesus what the greatest commandment is. His answer is twofold. He replies, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So friends, this time is a time set aside for us to worship and pray, not only with our minds, but with our hearts and our souls, so that we can be transformed from the inside out and love our neighbors as ourselves. My hope with these meditations is to give us space to reflect on what we heard in the sermon on Sunday. How do we take what we heard and know in our heads to be true and let it transform our hearts into the likeness of Christ? So wherever you are, I just invite you to take a deep breath in through your nose and let it out through your mouth, in through the nose and out through the mouth. One more time, in through the nose, and sigh it out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose, seal the lips and exhale through the nose. And then just continue to breathe with your own rhythm of breath, inhaling through the nose, and exhaling through the nose. Genesis 2.7 says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So as you're here, just breathing in and out through the nose, I invite you to take a moment to give thanks to the one who gave you that breath and know that he is as close to you as your next breath. As you're here, can you begin to notice what your breath is like? Where do you feel your breath in your body? What's the pace of your breath? Maybe can you even feel the quality of your breath? As you breathe in, is your breath high up in your chest or can you begin to let it come all the way down to the bottom of your belly? Let your ribs expand, let your belly expand with the breath in. And then as you breathe out, just imagine that you're emptying a balloon, releasing all that stale air that no longer serves you, making room for fresh, life-giving oxygen with the next breath in. And then just invite each breath to become a little longer and a little slower than the last. Now I want you to notice your body if you're seated in a chair, maybe plant your feet firmly on the ground and sit up nice and tall. Or maybe you're walking as you're listening to this. If so, can you begin to notice your feet as they move along the ground? Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, can you begin to relax your shoulders away from your ears, relax your jaw, and continue to breathe deeply, the breath of life. 
To connect our minds to our hearts and our souls, we're going to practice breath prayer. The practice of breath prayer is the intentional linking of our breath with a word or a short phrase. Our breathing is something that comes naturally. It's automatic, continuous, and involuntary. And when we let our inhales and our exhales represent an intentionally chosen prayer, we begin to live out Paul's instructions in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. So in the quiet of your heart, on your next inhale, whisper, we are a people. And as you exhale, who focus on relationships over problems. Inhale, we are a people. And exhale, who focus on relationships over problems. Take a moment to just breathe and pray it out with your own rhythm of breath, inhaling, we are a people, and exhaling, who focus on relationships over problems. Friends, we are halfway there in our series on Identify. This series is about the 10 standards that shape who we are as a church and who we are as a people who call ourselves Christ followers. This week, Diana brought the word and shared the fifth standard, that we are a people who focus on relationships over problems. And the habits that support this standard are We care about representing God more than we care about being right. We love people even when we disagree. And we treat all people with respect and dignity. Diana also said, we are a people of the unseen. And I just love this. So friends, today I'd like us to meditate on 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. As I read the scripture over you for the first time, just let the words wash over you and through you. Don't try to analyze them or apply them. Just soak in the word of God. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Friends, as we meditate on the scripture, I just invite you to take a moment to talk with the Lord about where in your life You're focusing on the scene. Maybe that's in how someone looks. Maybe it's their political party affiliation. Remember that this space is not a space of condemnation. It's a place for honest self-reflection. So take some time and talk with the Lord about where you're focusing on the scene.
As I read God's word over you again, this time I want you to listen for a word or a phrase that stands out to you. And the pause after, just let that word or phrase land and take up space. Let the Holy Spirit breathe on it and then begin to notice its impact on you. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Diana talked about tug fest and this idea of a tug of war of right and wrong. So as you meditate on the scripture, I just invite you to spend some time talking with God on where you need to drop the rope. Where do you literally need to relax your grip? Lay the rope down and turn your gaze from one of looking down while you tug to looking up towards Jesus and asking him to give you eyes to see the person in front of you rather than the problem you're tugging at. So take some time and talk with God. As I read God's word over you again, this time listen for how you can apply his word to your life. Like a puzzle piece, how does it fit in your life and in your heart? In the pause after, reflect and ask yourself, how then will I live in the light of God's truth? 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Friends, we are a people of the unseen. We are a people who focus on relationships over problems. So just take some time to commit yourself to becoming a person who focuses on the unseen. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for your word. Lord, we ask that you forgive us for the times in our lives when we focus on the seen. Forgive us for the times we focus on problems over people. Forgive us for the times when we don't treat people with respect and dignity. Lord, it's only through your spirit alive in each one of us that we are able to drop the rope and see people as you see them. So Lord, we just invite you to invade our hearts 
to open our eyes to the unseen that's all around us and help us to focus on relationships and not problems. It's in your name that I pray. Amen.